Welcome everyone to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Schuster, and joining me tonight are Mark Myers and Jenny Aquino. Tonight we'll be discussing our favorite online multiplayer games and reviewing our retro roulette game, Punch-Out, for the NES. But before we get to that, what have you guys been playing? Jenny, since you're you're back from the dead. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, so while I was dead and gone, I was playing a few things. Um, so of course, for everyone out there that follows our Twitch streams, you know I've been playing Dead by Daylight um, a lot more frequently than I was previously. I am trying really hard to rank down um, before the next reset, which is on the 13th. So I have a little bit of time. It's probably not going to happen, but I'm trying really hard. Um, if you've also been paying attention to our streams, you would know that we barely ever see any kind of Silent Hill content. But once I go offline, it's like all night. It's Pyramid Head. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I think we're cursed, but it's okay because this week coming up, or actually tomorrow, if I get to stream tomorrow, there may be some surprises in store. So I'll leave it at that. And tomorrow is in Saturday. So by the time you listen to this, you might have missed it, but you could check us out on Twitch. It'll be on YouTube at some point. And on YouTube, exactly. Um, so besides Dead by Daylight, I unearthed my Xbox original and as well as my DDR games. Nice. So I've been playing, yeah, I've been playing Dance Dance Revolution for the past few days. I wound up having to get a new dance map because one of the four arrows was broken on my original mat, which is a big problem. That's always um, the worst. Like, especially yeah. when you, you get it all loaded up and you get, you go to start playing and you're like, I'm, I'm totally hitting that arrow. Why is it <laughs> not doing anything? Yeah, and the thing is, too, it was even even more frustrating because I think I threw out the controller a long time ago by accident because something spilled on it, and it got, like, all gross and sticky, and I was like, I'm never going to use this again, except I did need to eventually use it again. So I bought a new <laughs> controller, and then I realized I needed the, um I forget what you, what you would call it, like, the extender or the trip cord. Oh, the, the one breakaway that, cable. The breakaway, there you go. Yeah, so I had to buy that, so I had to wait for that to come. And then I found my DDR mat, and I'm like, yes, I'm ready. And I plug it in, and then the arrow doesn't work. And it was, like, spaced out over a span of probably two weeks, waiting for all these little pieces to come in. So it was uh, worth the wait. <laughs> I, Jen, believe me, I know I know all about it. Yeah. I, I have another hobby where you have to wait for things to show up. Oh, well, I mean, this is a hobby where you have to wait for things to show up, too. But it's always the worst when you're waiting and waiting and waiting, and you just can't yeah. do anything, especially now, because, like, before you could at least go out to like mm -hmm. a, a store and get something but it's all it's all waiting now it's, I know. it's the worst yeah and i actually have a second dance mat so I, I received the one and then i have a second one on the way it was supposed to be here yesterday but i think it's delayed so maybe in the future for extra life we'll have two dance mats if this one ever shows up and we could do some head-to-head -head combat that would be awesome it would <laughs> um so aside from that i was playing just a little bit of animal crossing um warzone obviously with you guys and then punch out so we'll talk about that later but that's really it for me okay how about you mark uh well the main game i've been playing uh for the past two weeks is i uh got uh paper mario and a thousand year door um for gamecube i believe yeah um and i've gone through two chapters in that game um i don't know why i never played those games before um i think the first one occurred when i was like oh man it's not a sports game or a shooter yeah paper, paper mario was on n64 so yeah. that makes sense and then i guess i just missed it um but i hear the thousand year door is probably the best one um you know debatable but yeah it's really good so far the writing is really good 
like there's like some in jokes that it's like oh like there nintendo gets that some of this is kind of ridiculous you know what's going on here i feel like thousand year door is like the best paper mario game i feel like that that's kind of the the pinnacle of the paper mario games i've heard good things about the newest one but yeah um i think thousand year door still had a little mario rpg stuff left in it because i know after that they went away from that yeah you can do dodge blocks and all that stuff you know um hit it on time you get extra points um but the characters are just real good your guests your uh, companions are real good in terms of the writing for them Mm -hmm. um uh, it's always fun to see um you know what koopas and goombas are like um when you give them personalities um i've only met three of the companions so far i hear there's a really good one later on um that's pretty fun but i'm enjoying my time with it um and yeah it scratches that super mario rpg itch a lot and i don't know why i never went back to it because i've beaten that game a few times uh before but uh, maybe because square wasn't on the box art um for this is probably why i never got it but i had originally picked this up because i'd said to you when i got you know um you know my commissions for my job you know i was going to buy origami king uh for switch so i was like oh let me play this to make sure i even like these games even though that that's going to be a completely different thing but i'm thinking more you know the writing and stuff so at least at least it seems like if i do end up picking that up it'll be real good um so i'm happy um i've also played some more mvp baseball 05 um nice done a lot of retro gaming um i just finished uh i finally got a college basketball game downloaded um so i've been dying for that because the only college basketball game i own apparently is for 360 and i had traded in my 360 for my xbox one three years or more than that years ago um so you know i've been i've been dying just because it's College basketball is just as dumb as college football in terms of the way it's video gameized. Um, so just started that. I played some Papers, Please, some more. Um, that game's fun. I'm glad, you know, uh, that I got back into it. You know, and then my, my stalwarts, you know, um, Burnout Paradise, you know, played a couple, played a couple more of races of that. Um, and obviously uh, uh, Trails in the Sky which is, I think I'm having a lot more fun with it, weighing it with Jen um, <laughs> there, and and us making fun of or coming up with our own stories for people. It's so great. Um, than, <laughs> than if I would have been playing it alone. Not that the game's bad, but I think it's like upped it a notch mm-hmm. um, to yeah, play it I, that way. I feel like those games need commentary, and I think I think it helps the games out a lot. Yeah, yeah. and our um our patron saint of this podcast is Stell. All in her dumb glory. It's great. Yeah, she's. Um, I love her. <laughs> I, lo- I love when we figured out the mystery and then they still had to go through the motions. Oh my god, that was so painful. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yes, yeah. Someone else <laughs> yeah. has been in the mayor's house. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, but I love that it was still like you could give her the uh, the evidence to further the plot, or you could have Estelle say she was thinking about dinner. Or, like, run headfirst into danger. danger. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, I, it's I just love... Estelle, I feel if we play the sequels, um, which would be years down the line, because <laughs> we just got out of the prologue and it's six and a half hours. Yeah. Um, 
So well, welcome to welcome to Japanese RPG. Yeah, my yeah, friends. I know. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah, if we're doing this as a series, you know, hey, right. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, that's been fun. Um, Call of Duty. Besides playing with you guys, I played some Ground War. I love that the you know holding on you know to positions, you know the the A through E thing and going. And what I've noticed from playing with you guys weekly is that I've actually gotten better. Um, in multiplayer, I still die constantly. I'm not any good at self-preservation um, <laughs> than I was, but I was getting like double-digit kills like pretty consistently. Um, the only game where I didn't get double-digit kills was a game where this one guy just had this ungodly sniper spot on on the spawn points um, and was just picking people off, and he he ended up with like 40 or 50 kills. Wow, um, that's a yeah. lot. That yeah. is a lot. He was literally like on top of something where you couldn't shoot him. Oh, it was like, right. Like you could probably, you'd have to dodge and get up there. Right. Like an actual sniper. That's still um, annoying. That is, is annoying. But he was set up between the E and D points. So you spawn on the letters, you know, to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was just sitting there watching people spawn in and was just picking them off. <sighs> That's so seconds. lame. <laughs> yeah. They, they, my teammates were getting pissed in the text chat. Yeah. Oh, I sure. can imagine. I was sh- pissed. Um, because, you don't give up at that point. You just want to go after them. Yeah, exactly. You're you're just going to get mowed down over and over and over. Yeah, so that was annoying. Um, but like I said, get, getting I used to get like two or three kills and be ecstatic. If you ever watch our Extra Life, whenever I play Halo with John, who's probably our best multiplayer friend um, or shooter friend, and uh, I would get one or two kills in the match and he'd get the other 47 um, <laughs> when we played two on two Halo. Um, the fact that I'm contributing more in this game, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> Still finishing bottom tier because I'm dying so much, but yeah. So that's essentially what I've been playing. Just kind of, you know, jumping around, picking and choosing. I like, I, I love Dolphin so much because mm. there's I'm so glad. many few games that I should have gotten into and didn't, um, that I'm playing. And the fact that PS2 emulation is great. Um, now opens up my PS2 games that I can actually put the disc in and play rather than dig out my PS2. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So thank you for that, Tom. Um, You're welcome. I'm glad I'm glad it's working out so well. Yeah, yeah thank you also, for that, too. And I've also way. played some randomizers. Haven't finished them. I found one that bugged in the very beginning of it and was unbeatable, despite being in the beatable category. <laughs> That's uh, nice when they lie to you like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was literally, I got to the, when you're underground in the castle, and there's a door where there should always be a key in this chest. I opened it, it was some rupees, and I didn't have a small key, and uh-huh. so I couldn't go through the door. Now, I don't know if I had to go back and search the entire castle in some, you know, chest or something in the castle. Mm-hmm. You know, had it where you would never go in the beginning part of the game. Um, it was probably just bugged, so that was annoying. But yeah, so I am playing games to relieve stress, because the end of the month gets really stressful um in my job uh so um i've had fun and i can't wait to talk about punch out um <laughs> one of my favorite games awesome i'm ready and, to. and also right now on my television i'm one there's a uh game on the acc network that is featuring one joe annoy or and how do you say that um, annoy playing a defensive tackle for the georgia tech yellow jackets so that's pretty that that's got a video game connection to you is that a wrestler. Oh, for those of you out there, that's Roman Reigns, by the way. Yeah, in case we just lost half of our audience. Like, who the fuck, who they all just zoned about? out for a second, but they're yeah. back now. 
Yeah, I saw him pop up while I was in the middle of talking, like the the little graphic. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Um, so anyway, Tom, what have you been playing? Well, unfortunately, I have not been playing a whole lot. It's been a lot of like little bit of downtime playing things. I played some Dirt Three. Like I'm playing a lot of old stuff for whatever reason. Uh, but Dirt Three is one of those games like like you, Mark, that I'll just pick up and play like three or four races and just be done with it. Um, and because the PC version is awesome, if you don't have it and it's on like Super Sale, pick it up because it it runs on like anything and it looks great and it it's still one of the best racing games I've I've ever played. Uh, I highly recommend it for anybody who's into rally or rallycross or off road driving in general. Um, but yeah, I played a little bit of that. Um, I played a little bit of Wolfenstein 2 from whatever 2017 or whatever that was or 2018 uh, i forgot how good those games are how far did you get so far um i think i'm on, i'm still like in the beginning stages okay. i'm on a sub i'm on a submarine i don't think yeah. that's a spoiler yeah no i haven't played um those games but i know basically a bunch of the story and it goes to some really wild places and i don't know if you've beaten that game so i don't I beat, want to spoil it for i you. beat the first one i have not beaten the second one yet uh, I'm at the point where I'm wearing an exosuit. Okay. Yeah, in the beginning you can't. In the beginning you can't walk. You're in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah, it, get, it gets really wild. I can. Yeah. I'm sure it goes full Metal Gear at some point. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty excited to to get to that point. Um, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed the first one. It was. It's hard. It's a hard game, especially when you're still learning mouse and keyboard controls. Because I, I don't play it that often that I have that. I actually beat the first game with a controller and I hate the fact that I did that because it was uh, uh, incredibly easy playing on a controller as opposed to mouse and keyboard because I just knew because all the controls are where you think they're supposed to be. Uh, Whereas with mouse and keyboard, if you're not if you don't know where the action keys are like second nature, that it can get really frustrating because you don't know what you're supposed to be hitting all the times. Um but yeah, the game looks incredible too. That that game will run on most hardware also, and it's probably like 5 bucks at this point. So so yeah. go pick that one up. <laughs> um and then yeah, Punch-Out, uh which we'll be talking about later. Um nice. so since since Jen missed us last week, I'm sure she's got all kinds of stories for us this week. <laughs> yes, and don't worry, it's not like four week old news or anything. And if it is, I don't even I didn't wouldn't have known, so don't blame time, me. Time doesn't mean anything anymore. Exactly. We were just saying that. <laughs> um, so the first thing I wanted to mention is a recently confirmed, I believe as of today. Um, so see, this one's not outdated. Um, we found out today that um, Halo Infinite will be free to play as multiplayer. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty um, awesome. Yeah, Microsoft tweeted it out today and they actually confirmed it directly from them. So they said Halo Infinite will be free to play at 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. Um, and then they kind of dangled in front of you that there's more details to come. Um, so, I mean, there are some other rumors circulating. Um, people are saying that they're expecting to have like greatly reduced load times and a battle pass system. But nothing else has been confirmed other than free to play multiplayer, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think that came also with the um, rumor that... Xbox Live will be Xbox yeah. Live Gold is going away. I don't know yep. if you're gonna. 
I hope I'm not stepping on your toes with this story. No, I actually cut that story to hopefully tie it into this one, so you're perfect. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, so Xbox Live Gold is supposedly going away, mm-hmm. and with that, multiplayer will now become free for most games. Yeah. Um, and Xbox Live Gold is kind of being rolled into, um, which it kind of already is being rolled into, uh, like, Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Um, which which we are big proponents of on this on this show mm-hmm. to say the least uh so i think it's i think it's cool that they're finally giving people um multiplayer that's not they don't have to pay for it anymore yeah. Gr- granted i didn't mind paying for it back in the day because it worked i feel like sony's multiplayer would go down all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. all the time for like i think there was one point there was a time when it was down for like a month with without any like hope of it coming back. That's scary. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm just hoping that <laughs> Xbox knows what they're doing and it won't and that something like that won't happen. Right. They don't cut corners or, you know, make it less less powerful than it could be if you were paying yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, hopefully not. Um but that's definitely positive news to look forward to. Um yeah. and the and the whole game is free for those of us that have Game Pass. So Right. And it's day one Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, so the next thing I wanted to mention, there are apparently some Cyberpunk 2077 email scams going around. So this is a warning to everyone listening. Um, CD Projekt Red came out with a warning also actually on their Twitter. Um, So they were saying that several of their followers have been receiving emails about beta testing the game, um, but they're 100% fake. They don't know who it is, but they're basically being have been sent over the last two weeks. They say unless an email is coming from at cdprojectred.com, it's definitely not them. Um, they're not even sending out these beta tests to everyone, so it's 100% fake. Don't click on it because you will get horrible viruses and malware. Um, and they're saying that third-party contacts are sending emails to people claiming to be working with CD Projekt Red, like marketing companies and and other kinds of companies who are trying to sell you their services. So that is also fake. It's never going to come from an outside source except for the developers. God, so that is messed up. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's an interesting world that we're living in. I'll just say that much. <laughs> so yeah. if anyone gets that, just ignore it. I I don't know how people our age or younger, maybe kids, maybe kids and teenagers get uh, fooled by it. But you would think your millennials and and you know Gen Zers would wouldn't fall for things that their parents would fall for. Yeah, you'd think, you know? but there yeah. there are still people out there who are buying accidentally knockoffs that are so clearly not the legit anything, like clothes, anything. People are getting <laughs> swindled left and right, and it's all ages. I don't get it either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens with computer hardware, too. Like, it's yeah. very, very obvious that you're not getting a 1080 Ti for $100. Yeah. I know. it's That's so frustrating. Like, you... No offense, but if you're going to fall for something like that, you better have a really good excuse because I you don't had, know. You would have better been out of your mind drunk when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No other excuse is going to cut it. Yeah, it's like it's like all those ads that pop up on Facebook where I could get uh, Oakley's for $3. Right, or the Ray-Bans. On this link, the Ray-Bans, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, just a word to the wise there. Um, so this one's kind of for you, Tom, because I think we were somewhat recently mentioning this but um the ceo um blake jorgensen reported um that there may be a possibility that we see a new titanfall game or at least more from titanfall um i I would be 
very happy with that. I know. I'm, I'm a little shocked at that. Yeah. Because so, Apex doing so well. Right. So he basically was um, discussing, I believe he was actually discussing Apex Legends and the success it's been having um, and made some kind of side comment about, um, you know, aside from Apex, maybe you'll be seeing more of Titanfall like soon down the road kind of thing. So not that it's an official announcement, but it's pretty promising, um, whether it be another game or like a remaster or even like a spinoff of the, you know, Titanfall story. I think I'd it's... Take, I'd take promising. a remaster of the first game. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Maybe that's when we were talking about Titanfall. Maybe you mentioned that during the remaster episode of our podcast. That might but yeah, I mean, because so many people missed Titanfall. Yeah. Titanfall 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... I just feel like somebody needs to, somebody needs to get Titanfall back in the news. Yeah. But also, I think that Apex was kind of like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like to 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 tide EA over a little bit, uh-huh. so they don't complain about oh yeah. it's we we don't we don't make single player games anymore. <laughs> blah blah blah. Right. <laughs> um, but I feel like they made Titanfall. They showed that their games sell. So they let, could let them do another Titan, or, or sorry, Apex still proves that their games would sell, or they can make money at that, and then give them Titanfall on the side. Sure, I yeah, yeah, that would be great. So, I mean, to give anyone else hope out there, I don't know if anyone remembers me grasping at straws with the Horizon Zero Dawn rumors about six months ago. Like, guys, they posted a job <laughs> posting. It said that you you had to be good at like landscapes, and Horizon has landscapes, and that was true. So yeah. you never know. That's all I'm going to say. So we'll see. Uh, my, my fingers will be crossed. As, fingers as and toes. Possible. Yep. Yes. Um, so moving on, we may have a Resident Evil 8 playtest leak. So I don't know if you guys have watched the video. Um, I checked it out. So it's allegedly playtest footage. Um, so you get a glimpse at enemies, a boss battle, some inventory stuff, and a little bit more than that. Um it leaked through Biohazard, uh, the Biohazard Declassified, um, and they're claiming it just as a you know word to the wise. It might not be legitimate footage, but they are claiming it came from someone either directly involved in playtesting or like a close friend of theirs that was watching while it was going mm. on. Right. Um, so if you haven't seen the video, it's basically um, taking place in some kind of castle-like environment, I guess I could say. Yeah. Um, and the enemies, you know, they have the typical rotting skin. They're like, they have tattoos, I think, on their forehead, and and some of them are wearing armor. Um, they're still speaking in some kind of foreign language. They carry swords and axes, um, and some of them are unarmed. They like jump and bite at you, you know, can throw you to the ground, that kind of stuff. Um, there is supposed to be some kind of boss that has a special sword that can behead you. Um, so that's awesome. always fun, yeah. And then um, there's another. This is my favorite part already. I can tell. There's like a creepy, I think it's supposed to be a boss. It's like a witch type character who's supposedly named Olga. And she has a swarm of insects around her. And she looks so awesome. She's so creepy. She has like a human appearance, but she's covered in this black like goo or tar. So she kind of looks like what I imagine the blight spell to look like in D&D. Um, sounds terrifying. It's it just it's so creepy. You guys should definitely check out. I don't know how else besides watching the video maybe people have screenshots of it by now but it looks really cool um and oh there's also rumor rumor that the merchant might be in the game who is one of my exactly he's one of my favorite parts so i think that's i'll buy it at a high price what do you buy (laughs) so yeah stranger (laughs) stranger oh my god i love it i'm not i'm not shocked that this 
this might be completely true when the fact that yeah. the the trailer that played during the Sony show, I think, right, Sony, um, uh, was word for word what somebody leaked on um, NeoGAF, um, yeah. like down to the werewolves and vampires thing. Um, so any leak that comes out of this game, I'm 100% believing. Yeah. Because they have no idea how to keep the lid shut on this stuff. Yeah, they really it, don't. It's sad that leaks happen like this. I want to be excited. So, yeah. like, I don't want to know everything that's going to happen. But at the same time, it's cool that we know what's happening. But I don't know. There's, I just feel like sometimes people go about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it sucks. It's There's, like, two different people in the world. It's either people who love surprises and they need to be surprised. And then the people who hate surprises so much. And if you surprise me with anything, I'm never going to forgive you. I'm like... Dan and I are total opposites like that. Like, Dan hates surprises. I love them. So, I get it. There are some people who can't wait and they just need to leak and find out what's going to happen. Um, yeah, they, they, um, they want to they know. They, they, can't, right. they can't wait. They, they can't wait. Like, they need to know everything right away. <laughs> yeah. Are either of you like that? I know, Tom, you just pretty much said you aren't. What about you, Mark? Uh, it doesn't bother me if I'm spoiled, on, except for certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't mind being surprised by things. I'll wait for information, um, you know, but if information gets shoved in my face, um, that really ruins something. I'll, depending on what it is, I'll be disappointed. Right. Um, but it's fine. Listen, I, I, I somehow managed to not have Star Wars uh, 7 spoilers for like a year. And that was like the mo- most spoiled movie ever. And I somehow yeah. managed to stay away from it. That's amazing it, that you did that. Yeah, to, to keep say. my... Um, a uh, bit alive that I hate Star Wars. I still have no idea what happened in the last movie. <laughs> oh, I still I haven't, haven't seen it. I, I have seen not the last seen a either. rumor. I see a lot of memes, and I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> I also managed. I don't to, really care. <laughs> I also managed to avoid um, Avengers spoilers for like five months. No <laughs> way. That's oh cr- yeah. Actually, you're right. I do remember that we weren't allowed to talk about it around that's, you. That's right. <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually more impressive than anything else yeah. you've said. <laughs> and then someone else we knew made sure they watched the videos that leaked online. Yep. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Probably <laughs> still does. Oh, my God. Yeah. So exactly. It's yeah. it's interesting. I I actually am more ex- a little bit more excited than I was after watching the supposed um, leaks video leak videos. So I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But yeah, I think the thing is any game that has some sort of twist to it. I mean, Resident Evil might have a twist cares at this point um it's game eight yep um but like the last of us two i went to the point of muting things because i did not want to know anything that went on in that game and i'm glad i did um and i ignored coverage and all that besides seeing people yelling about it getting tens um still happening i didn't know by the why way. they yelled about it um yeah. uh, i don't think i would have enjoyed that game or had it impact me as much if i knew even a little bit um like you know, there were things I thought was going to happen that did eventually happen, but I didn't know for sure. Like some people knew for sure going in. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It really, it, for me, it's really, uh, you know, the source material, you know, dependent. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll just, I'll just tell Dan if he figures. I'm like, just tell me. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't care about this. You know, Lord of the Rings or something spoiler. Right. Like <laughs> he'll start talking Game of Thrones, and I'm like, just, just tell me. I haven't right. watched one minute of it. Yeah, it's so. it depends on what it is, but if it's like if it's something I want to play or want to watch, 
I try to avoid spoilers at all costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't know how you live the other way where you need to know everything. I know. It's so stressful. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. But thank God we can control things on Twitter the best we can and mute things. Exactly. Um, Yes. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Um, So, yeah. Moving on to my final topic. It might be a surprise that I mentioned this, but Animal Crossing has announced a new summer special, which is weekly fireworks going off on Sunday nights. Um, so you can either can watch you, them. What? <laughs> Go can, ahead. Can, can you make dicks with these fireworks? No. Why would you ask? I don't know. It would be the first <laughs> thing I'd want to do. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, yeah, you can either watch them or upload custom patterns in the sky, of course, because that's what you can do with pretty much everything in that game. And as Mark said, people immediately started drawing dicks in the sky, which is actually a really pretty phrase, dicks in the sky. Anyway, <laughs> um, besides that, there's curse words. It's just it's so funny. Um I found a bunch of um, game screen captures on Polygon.com. So if you guys want to look at them, that's probably the best place to find them all. If you just search Animal Crossing Fireworks, there's an article about it. It's absolutely hilarious. Most of them are dicks. And people get really creative. So it's a short one there, but it's it's so funny. The best best part about it is people push the limit with Nintendo games all the time. (laughs) Because they're the most strict on anything. Yeah. Um, So it's always fun when... You know, figuring out if uh, Zelda games let you name characters, uh, certain things. Um, My dude. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's legitimate. Like, seeing <laughs> if you can get away with a four-letter, you know, curse word or... Sometimes you, you know. can, and then sometimes wor- other words just don't, uh, don't exist. I, I wish I could find the article with the, with the names that uh, Nintendo was blocking in Breath of the Wild for the horses. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, ridiculous. God. Because it was things that was like, why are they blocking that? Like, it's like they didn't understand what a, you know, not that there's any bad words. I come from that train of thought. Um, I mean, there's there's words that are <laughs> terrible. Like, we're, we're, we're exhuming, you know, racist words and, you know, offensive words. Mm-hmm. But meaning when people say bad words, as in right. verses and, you know, anatomy parts and stuff like that. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's fun to see, like, I don't think most of the Japanese, um, developers understand any kind of, um, uh, what's it called, um, slang. It's, there's a better word, but, uh, colloquialisms, um, there's the word I was looking for, mm. um, for Americans for things, because it just seems random. Like, it's like this one, it's like this one phrase for like a, a part of the female anatomy and they exit out, but the much more common phrase for that is allowed. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, like you know, things like, I, I think I think it was something like, um, I, f- I forget, I wish I could pull up the article. I, I think it had something to do with, like, um, you know, you could do, like, for some reason, I think labia was blocked. What? But you could do clit. Like, it was a weird, <laughs> like, that, like, things like. <laughs> where, where, oh did this, where did this come all right we gotta get <laughs> off of this topic no no no. What, what i'm saying is that's why people push nintendo's buttons is they want to see what they can get away with what they forgot to blip out what they forgot say. to blip out and what they <laughs> will allow to get through because it is so random um they'll either block everything right or, or you know half. like like well, down to the word but you know b-u-t-t you know just to make sure they covered everything like scorched earth policy Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way they work is scorched yeah. earth. You can't. Yes, yeah, the way they should work. But some games, 
it's it's so weird. I love Nintendo so much. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So I wasn't surprised. That's the first thing I would attempt to do is like, do they allow you to, you know, make you know make a penis or make a middle finger or you know that like how can you program it to not do that? Right. You know. That's people, why I found people this all did that on um the hell was it the the Wii U channel where you oh. could just draw stuff. Mm-hmm. That was people so would do, people did that all the time, yeah, all the time. Was, the the best thing was the um what was the thing where you could do the drawings and then have the trivia game like basically play Pictionary. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and just the creative things people come up with, but yeah. That was the reason I pointed that story out, um, you know, uh, to you guys. Is just like this is this is I knew this was going to happen eventually. Um, it didn't with take something very long. in Animal Crossing, like they were going to find some way. Oh, and yeah. on a slightly better tangent, uh, I got it for my niece for her birthday, and it's the really cute thing where she opened the bag, saw the name of the game, and they did the two hands to the mouth thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, she has been playing it nonstop. <laughs> so i don't know if they have nintendo online so i don't even know if she, she knows she can visit other places yet let's hope uh, she doesn't yeah yeah but yeah it's <laughs> yeah but it was it was so cute to see that she's finally moving on to games that she can read things in yeah because she used to be really scared of those things <laughs> um i tried to make her play Link's awakening but i don't know if she's a zelda person she might be a mario person um that's all right but um yeah so Thankfully, she probably won't come across this stuff because she's playing completely offline. So um. let's, let's hope that's the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, uh, I was trying to think. Is, was there there was another story I was just thinking of? Uh, maybe I'll remember at some point. You guys can continue on. Yeah, that was that was yeah. the end. The grand finale of my new segment today <laughs> went much better than I thought it was going to. That last story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh we can move on to our main topic then while Mark. Yeah, well, I think there was something else. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about our favorite online multiplayer games. Speaking of going online, yeah. um, we, our generation, uh, just for, for reference, I'm 34. Am I 34? What year is it? Yes, I'm 34. I will be 34 in a month or two months. Uh, Mark is about the same age, if not a year older, and Jen is a year younger. So we kind of grew up in the time where uh, online multiplayer was in its infancy. Everybody was trying to figure it out, figure out what worked, what didn't work. Um, and we kind of got to experience all of it, which yep. I love. Um, and I, we have you know soft spots for certain games. And we just thought we'd go through and let you guys know what our favorites were, see if it matches up with you. Um, since this was Jen's idea, I'll let her go first because there's one game that we're all going to talk about, I'm sure. 100%, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Jen, go ahead and get us started. Okay. Do you want to go round robin and just name one at a time, just briefly give reasons? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure, like I like I said, I'm sure we're all going to have yeah, double. Yeah, the first one that I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll start. So, obviously... Um, my first and foremost absolute favorite multiplayer game of all time are the Halo games. Um, I know we've talked about it on several streams in the past, um, but we just have so many memories of us hanging out, playing Halo, getting mad, switching teams. Just those games are so much fun. 
I, I don't even really have like an amazing reason why they're just amazing. Like they're, they're super fun. Um, the multiplayer matches, even going up against people you didn't know, it was just so much fun. The maps are great. The music in the game is epic. There's just, there's really not one thing that I don't love. The weapons are perfect. Um, I just freaking love Halo. That's <laughs> really what it is. <laughs> so I would say that's my, my first and foremost, my favorite multiplayer game of all time. It's a good, it's a good choice. Cause yeah. I'm going to talk about it now too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Halo was really like my first maybe not first, my first console gaming experience with multiplayer. Um, we had played a ton of multiplayer for like split screen, four players uh, for years. And then all of a sudden this Xbox live thing came out and we were like, we can play other people. Like we can have four people here and play against four other people. That's awesome. Let's do that. So we did. And it's, it's never been, never been the same since because we never want to not play with people online now. Like it's yeah. it's rare that we will play a multiplayer game on the couch together on the same TV these days. You you almost don't even see games with that anymore. It's I'm hoping the new Halo has it because uh, that would be awesome. But for the most part, it's everything's online now, and it all I feel like stemmed from the original Xbox Live, Halo One and Two. Um, and people just enjoying talking shit to each other. <laughs> yeah. So my I I'm probably the outlier here that until recently I didn't play much online multiplayer games. Um, I was very much a single player sports uh, kind of uh, person. Uh, recently, it's I would say the first time I got really back into it. Um, was and I'll, and I'll pick this as, as my favorite game because it's the one that got me back into it. Was um, playing uh, the uh, online multiplayer for Battlefield One. Um, I played I played way more of that than any online multiplayer game I've ever played. Um, and it you know wasn't even like with you guys or anything. I think I played it on an extra life and just was like oh oh you don't you don't get yelled at if you keep things muted and take away the chat and I can just be a dumbass and. You know, probably piss off. Oh, this is this is great. Um, and so I had a lot of fun playing that. Um, so I guess that'll be my choice. Um, I know we'll probably have the same choices going forward <laughs> from here on out, at least from my end, um, because I don't, you know, have much of a. I have one game that I played um, that was older that I'll leave till the end so that we can get through the common ones here. Yeah. Um, so my second, it's actually a tie between two and you'll understand why. Um, so my second favorite multiplayer games are split between Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops 2. Um, so to me, the combat in this game, in these games are really fun. Um, the maps were also great. Everyone has their favorite maps. I'm not saying Nuketown was my favorite in Black Ops, <laughs> but I really loved it. And I know people either feel one way or the other about Nuketown. Um, in general, I just, I spent hours and hours playing this game online. Um, and I actually was pretty much in the same boat as you, Tom, when you mentioned that Halo was pretty much your first console multiplayer game. I was pretty much the same way with Halo, but when I first started playing Halo, I was either at friends' houses playing or, um, I only could play locally because I didn't have online yet when I had, you know, the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So 
I wasn't really able to fully experience multiplayer until I got Call of Duty and Black Ops. Then it was, you know, I was able to pay for it myself, basically, so I could do it. Um, so Call of Duty games in general were probably my first real um, multiplayer online games where I could play with other people consistently. Um, but yeah, the, those two games will always be two of my favorites as well. Excellent choices. I'm going to do a little throwback because I have been, I'd probably say I've been a PC gamer almost as long, if not longer than a console gamer. So my first real online multiplayer experience was the original Starcraft and Brood yeah. War. Um, the amount of different game styles and different game types that you could do in that game that people people would just make up make up things like i remember playing um an online map where you had a you had a hero character and it was basically like you were playing like a D style game inside of starcraft it was the craziest stuff i don't know that anything i don't know if starcraft 2 has anything like that i have not tried uh online multiplayer in starcraft 2 but man the original StarCraft, also, if you don't know, if you didn't know what a Zerg Rush was before you started playing, <laughs> you knew after you started playing. And you had to basically go into a, a server that said, no Zerg Rush. Because <laughs> it was just super overpowered, and you could kill people super fast by doing a Zerg Rush. Um, and I'm, I, I always try to stay away from them anytime anytime I was playing against somebody because it just wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, background to me then. Okay. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned PC game because I'll go do my old school one here. Uh, the first uh, multiplayer, uh, online multiplayer game I ever played was just uh, between friends on a, uh, a private server thing. It was um, We figured out a way to play uh, Age of the Empires 2 um, nice. uh, with each other um, at different houses. Um, which was my first, um, probably, I wish I still had the skills to do all that DOS stuff and crazy shit you had to do. Um, uh, maybe not DOS, but sort of like, you know, to get things that weren't supposed to really work to work, um, on computers back in the infancy of, a you know, online multiplayer. Like make an um, online multiplayer work over a LAN, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like just weird things. Um. I'll bundle this in with my, because I didn't really like the game, but sort of that, my first experience with online multiplayers, because I did a lot of couch multiplayer and, and stuff like that, was that game with my friends, and then playing uh, Counter-Strike um, oh. at college, um, which I didn't really like the game, I just did it because everyone else did, but, you know, we figured out how to hack the Penn State internet to be able to play <laughs> it across dorms, because the internet was, you know, basically supposed to be just each dorm had its own internet um so it was, everything had to be plugged in there was no wireless or anything then because i'm an old man um <laughs> so we figured out how to like crack and get the things and all this internet stuff i had no idea about at that point um and i had completely forgotten how to do now um <laughs> but i the only yeah the age of the empires thing was fun because just being able to be at my house and play with my friend who's three blocks away you know was yeah. awesome like holy shit you know <laughs> Like, that was the first time I experienced that. It's probably old hat for a lot of people online at that point. Um, but the Counter-Strike thing was fun because it was the first time that I 
knew how to piss off um, other players that are way too into first-person shooters um, or third-person or whatever Counter-Strike is. I haven't played it in a long time. Um, you were right. You had yeah. it right. Um, is I would just make my username because you could make a username each time you died. Um, you could change it. Um, we well, obviously change it to whoever killed you sucked. Or or <laughs> making fun of them. Like, yeah. Um, uh, like I had my one friend and I would say I put like, you know, childish 18 year old things like like uh, your sister's hot or something <laughs> like that. Um, and then there was a guy that ran around and thought he was like the macho guy and called himself like number one killer. So I made myself the number two killer and, <laughs> and I would just go around and kill him. Like nice. That would be the only thing I would do in that game. <laughs> it made him so mad. That's great. Um, so, you know, like, that's when I figured out to do that. But then there's a long gap until, and we'll get into uh, those games. I, I'll see if you guys pick it and I'll jump in. But, yeah, I played that, and that was basically it for online games until probably, you know, I got a job and was able to, you know, you know afford live and, and gold and all that. Yeah. Um. So my next one will be no surprise to anybody that has been listening to this podcast since the beginning of the podcast. Um, but Dead by Daylight is my number three favorite multiplayer game of all time. Um, it could not beat out Halo or the Modern Warfare Black Ops games because you can't beat those kind of games. But Dead by Daylight is just it's borderline perfection to me. It has its moments like on console when it takes like 20 minutes to load a match. Um, but playing on PC has actually been way more enjoyable to me than it was on console. Um, and I don't mean that as an elitist at all. I still play with a controller, which I get yelled at about. <laughs> um, but it just everything about it. Obviously, I love horror. There's horror. There's gore. It's scary sometimes. There's all kinds of killers. They're constantly updating it, which I really appreciate because the game came out in 2016, I believe. So you know, how multiplayer goes, multiplayer games go sometimes, they only go so long before things stop being improved. Um, and not to jinx it, but they're not showing any signs of slowing down, which is amazing. Um, you can upgrade your characters, collect loot, they have contests and special events. It's just, it's really fun. And I love playing like with Mark, um, we do the stream. It's just, you know, that's a big part of it too. I just, I really like playing and having fun with it in all these different angles. Um, and I guess that's all I'll say about that. I could probably talk about it for forever, so I'll cut myself <laughs> off there before I go on a tangent. Yeah, and, and Dead by Daylight is definitely a game I would only play with Jen online. Like, I don't think I would play this on my own. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's fun and I love it, but, you know, maybe it's my old thing of I not really wanting to play games online, you know, multiplayer, that it's just like I need a reason to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think Jen got me sucked into it. And also I have fun, you know, with the chat with Michelle and all that. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, so, so that's, that's fun. Yeah. So I could talk about Modern Warfare 2 forever. It's probably the game I logged the most hours into, but since Jen already talked about it, I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It was going, to, it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about the original Destiny. Nice. Destiny 1, I put so many hours into Destiny 1. Between playing uh, PvE and PvP, I was really good at Destiny 1 PvP. Because um, I feel like not it, it was 
I feel like Destiny still had like kids coming over that were playing a first person shooter that were used that were weren't used to playing like against people. So I was coming from Modern Warfare two to Destiny. Uh, yeah. And I was still in the zone and I was still really good at, at first person shooters. And it was it was a great time for me. <laughs> it was a bloodbath is what you're saying. <laughs> it wasn't so great for some other people, but for me it was great. I I love the hell out of that game. Um, it's still the only Destiny I've run a, a raid in. I've still never run a raid in Destiny two. Sorry, maybe that's someday, partially maybe, my fault. <laughs> maybe someday if we get your computer fixed, we'll be able to do that. But yeah. as of, as of right now, it's the only uh, it's the only raid I've ever done in Destiny. It was in Destiny one, um, and I wish like people still played that game. I mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of um, what kind of community is still playing it. I, I may be surprised that people might tell us they're still playing it, but yeah. as far as I know, it's it's kind of dead and buried since Destiny Two is is the king now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of good times playing Destiny One. It was it was one of those things. It was like a perfect storm thing. I had just moved back into my parents' house. I just bought I and I my my next youngest brother lived in my parents' house as well. He had just graduated college. We both had Xboxes, and one of our friends was super into Destiny to Destiny also, and we played. We just we we squatted up and just played that game for hours, just Great. looking for looking for loot and then going and owning noobs because <laughs> that's what you do. Because once Find, you get finding that helium, <laughs> yeah. One of the things in Destiny was you earn all these PVE rewards, and then you can go and use them in multiplayer. And it was very rewarding to be able to use all that stuff and have it mean something when you go and play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like in Destiny 2, it doesn't really matter as much. Um, there's usually like one gun that everybody tries to get. And then if you don't have that gun, you're not competitive. Um, but, you know, it ha- that kind of stuff happens in every multiplayer game, whether it be, you know, Overwatch or or any of these any of these games where it's loot driven. Yeah. Um, but original Destiny One, I uh, I would love to hop back into it and see what's actually happening these days. I think I would be sad because it would be yeah. empty. But uh, <laughs> it was awesome at the time. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll be the one to to break the bubble here because we uh, <laughs> do stream it. Uh, but I've gotten really into Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Nice. Yay. <laughs> um, the new one that just came out um, because it mixed everything that I have started to like about, uh, I still really am terrible, and it's not one of my top three genres of games, first-person shooters. Um, but the Call of Duty uh, shooting mechanics are real good. Um, a lot better in Battlefields, at least, uh, from what I remember of Battlefield 1. And it also brought what I found to be my favorite multiplayer um, thing, which was uh, Ground War. Um, essentially, it's got a different name in Battlefield. I think it's it it it's not domination. Maybe it is domination. Um, well, it's it's where it's like a hundred hundred on a hundred, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, whatever you can do in that, but you're basically playing against each other, and you got to get control points. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, domination. Yeah. Domination, domination yeah. would would they call ground be. war in, in modern warfare? Um, because I like um like deathmatch multiplayer. I you know, just going out and trying to find people to kill, as you can see from our streams, is not really my forte. Um, 
<laughs> in terms of that. But if you give me a focus, like, hey, there's point E. We're going to go take point E. I'll run over and I'll guard point E. I'll yeah. collect it. All right, move it on to point D. All right, let's all run over as a group. You know, oh, somebody's trying to get D. We got to run back, you know, and, you know, do all that. And it's just a lot of fun to have, you know, maybe me personally have an objective-based things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, gets me a little more focused and, you know, better. Um, yeah. I, that's why I look for all the contracts whenever we're playing uh, Plunder um, in, in Warzone. Um, to just have something, hey, we got there's a bounty over here. Let's go do that um, sort of thing. But, yeah, the, the, the shooting is, is for, for somebody who's probably by far the worst first-person shooter in the group that you will see on any of our streams or extra life or anything. Um, I feel comfortable um, doing this. I feel like I'm not cheated when I die. I know that it's my fault, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, um, except for this sniper bullshit um, that I was talking about earlier. But, you know, if me and a guy get in a room and I die, I'm like, oh shit, it's because I'm pretty terrible at aiming. Um, (laughs) Or sometimes me and a guy will surprise each other, and it'll be it'll look like uh, one of those skits where the people are shooting in the air, <laughs> yeah, like, just spinning around each other, and then eventually one of us hits the other one enough to die. Um, <laughs> I, I think my favorite thing was when I was going one on one with someone. Um, was one on one as you can in those games uh, in Ground War, and he, we were peeking around a wall, and then I peeked around a wall and went to throw a Molotov, but I didn't realize there was a wind up on the Molotov. So I peeked around the wall, pushed the button to throw the Molotov, and then back to the wall. But my guy hadn't finished throwing yet. Oh, no. So it hit the wall and set my cell phone fire. <laughs> and the guy just peeks around the corner as, uh, you know, because I basically go down and all that. He just peeks around and he pulls out his pistol and just goes, boom. And just yeah. like, 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 all right. Kill and just hits me in the head. And then runs off. But it was kind of, it was like, like I could watch him because I couldn't do anything because I don't have teammates anywhere near me. Um, you know, as my health is slowly draining, he just comes and mercy kills me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was, it's been real fun. I'm glad that we're doing that as our multiplayer thing. Yeah. Um, as much as I love, uh, Destiny was fun and doing all that. I've never been, and this might be blasphemy on this podcast, never been much of a Halo fan. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's blasphemy, Mark. <laughs> uh, I like them, but, you know, I don't, uh, in my... In my mind, again, I'm a first-person shooter is probably mid-tier on my list of genres to begin with. You know, I don't have any deification or anything for Halo multiplayer. I didn't know anybody that played Halo growing up um, or through college or anything. Um, I think my first experience with Halo was renting Halo 2 um, the day before getting my wisdom teeth taken out and then playing it as this sort of fever dream. Um uh, aspect of playing it after that happened um and and then also my halo 3 save getting bugged when i rented that that every time i loaded in i was in a fire oh yeah um so i had to restart that from the beginning um, if i ever wanted to play it which i didn't um but yeah so you know it, the call of duty stuff has been great um and you know i do look forward to it every wednesday yeah agreed um so i'll just mention these two as honorable mentions so we can not talk about this forever because I'm sure we can go I'm back done. and forth. I have no more. So. Oh, okay, yeah. so perfect. Yeah, yeah, just go with your your two there, and then we'll okay. move on. Okay, I was gonna say we could definitely talk about multiplayer games all night. 
Um, so my honorable mentions are a tie between World of Warcraft and Left 4 Dead, and they couldn't be any more different <laughs> from one another. But um, World of Warcraft was a game that I got into, uh, I don't even know, I think it was when I was in college, um, just from hearing other people that I went to school with talk about it. And I knew it was awesome, and I didn't really know how much I was going to be hooked on it, which I'm sure a lot of people probably can say looking back on it. Um, but there's just something about World of Warcraft. I guess that was my first like massive multiplayer online game where it was just total open world. You had unlimited quests. You can level up your characters. You can make characters. And you guys know how into character customization I am. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> so I probably spent like hours just making characters and coming up with backstories for them and just getting so immersed in it. I had so many nights where I just barely got any sleep because you lost track of time so easily in that game. Um, so, yeah, I, I know I haven't played it in a long time, and I... I'm kind of glad because I know if I start playing it again, I will jump right back into that many sleepless night cycle of me just being obsessed with World of Warcraft. So real quick. Yeah. I saw what World of Warcraft did to all of my friends <laughs> and I refused to play it because I knew I would do the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, man, I just I would like to have a life and do other <laughs> things besides play World of Warcraft. Yeah. And I literally did not. I made it. A, I made a very stern choice to not never play World of Warcraft. That was probably a good decision. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm happy playing, you know, multiplayer games, whatever, but World of Warcraft is where I draw the line. It's got to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, and I was kind of lucky because I know I would have been more immersed immersed in the game if I actually had friends to play with at the same time, which I didn't. I was the only one that really I knew that played it to that extent in college. Um, so I didn't really have anyone to like go on, you know, raids and stuff with, but I know if I did, it would be even more of an addiction than it was. But yeah, I yeah. totally, I can't, I can't play it anymore because I don't have enough time for like normal adult things. And if I start playing it, it's just not going to be good. Yeah. Um, so then Left 4 Dead, obviously, obviously, I think Left 4 Dead started my obsession with Dead by Daylight. Um, actually there is a character in Dead by Daylight from Left 4 Dead. It's Bill. Um, <laughs> but Left 4 Dead was great. It was had zombies. It was horror. It was scary. Probably pretty much the same reasons I like Dead by Daylight. Um, I loved how you could play either as basically a survivor or you could play as the bad guys, uh, all the different, you know, kinds of monsters. And I think I liked, I think it was called the witch. I think was her name. She had like the long skinny blade like fingers. The one that um, would scream. Yes. And she was really oh, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that game was really fun as well. So by the way, I own Dead by Daylight on PC. If you ever want to play it, <gasps> are you serious? You said Dead by Daylight? I mean, uh, not Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Left you for got Dead. excited. I did. I got so I'm like, well, hello. Sorry. When were you gonna tell Sorry. me this? Not Dead by Daylight. I would never play <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Uh, <laughs> Left for Dead. Yes, I would play. Dead Left gotcha. Dead. Okay, that's fair enough. I don't have it on PC, but I could totally make that happen. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, those those would be my my two uh, runners up because I had to cut my list short somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be here all yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we've covered multiplayer. Let's cover our single player game, our retro roulette game, Punch Out for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, if you don't know what Punch Out is, you must live under a rock, especially if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, now, I'm sure Jenny knew what it was. But I'm yep. sure she's never played it. 
Correct. Correct so, on both accounts. I'm just going to give my quick overview real quick so I can get it out of the way. This is one of my favorite NES games of all time. Um, it's not it's it's not an unfair game. It's possible to learn every single pattern. Um, there's enough of a story to make you want to continue uh, even after you lose a fight. Um, and it's basically Rocky for the NES. Like one of another one of my favorite things. So uh, I'm going to let Mark and Jenny do most of the talking on this one, and <laughs> probably it's going to be a, a while because Jenny's got thoughts, and I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I, I will give Jenny the floor since uh, <laughs> the end of the last podcast, you basically heard most of my opinion, um, so I'm interested to hear her. Yeah, you need to redeem it after I'm done. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> <just> wow. Kidding. <laughs> no, I actually... So... I played the game. Uh, first of all, I watched you guys play it, and you're right, Tom. I did know what it was. I just, I had seen very little gameplay, um, so I never really played it myself. And I loved watching you guys play. It was really funny. So I would say the things I enjoyed about this game. I thought the character design was both terrible and hilarious, which made it amazing. <laughs> it was you just. Have, so you also ridiculous. have to remember what what era this was from. Right. Exactly. But the the character names were great. Um, and it's just overall the concept of it just being a simple boxing game and you could fairly easily get the hang of evading punches with practice. So it's one of those typical, you look for the little cue, whatever it might be. And then you could not super easily sometimes, but you can, you can get the hang of it pretty quickly. And I also really like the music in the game. Um, very classic NES music. Um, so my complaints would be this game gets to me, maybe I suck, and I probably do, this game gets intense really fast. So it's simple enough, you know, how you play the controls. I got through, what was his name, Glass Joe or Joe Glass? The first guy? The first guy, yeah. Yeah, Glass Joe. Glass Joe. So I, I obviously, he's the first guy. So the first round I lost by decision, but I was already starting to get the hang of it. So then I started it again. I beat him very easily. Then I went on to, I forget the guy's name, but he looks like he's from, like, the 20s. He's, like, some old school dude, and he, like, shakes he's his head before he hits German you. German dude. Okay, yeah. Von, von, Kaiser. von Kaiser. Von Kaiser. So, yes. Um, the names are very important, Jen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told myself to write them down, and I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the thing that frustrated, this was a game that super frustrated me. I got so mad at this game where I was, like, screaming at it. Not, like, legit mad screaming at it, but just, like, ah, it's not fair. Like Now, Jen, real quick, did yeah. you play with the sound and – did you play with the sound on? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. good. Because that's that's a major problem, as I alluded to on stream. If the sound is off, it gets real weird. Yeah. Um, I can tell you the sound did not help me <laughs> at all because I, I don't remember – any kind of sound cues where I was like, oh, I got it. It was really just watching their like visual cues, like Von, whatever you just said, it would shake Von his head. Kaiser. Kaiser, yes. Von Kaiser would shake his head and I knew he was probably going to beat the shit out of me. So I got past those guys. And then I got stuck on whatever Honda. Piston Honda. Piston Honda. That guy made me so mad. He was so <laughs> annoying. Like, I got the hang of his move, but then he did that crazy, like, super fast dodging around, and I just, I don't get it. I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know how to fix it. It just got me so frustrated. All right. Well, here's one of those. 
if you had the manual things. Do you know how to block? Yeah. Um, it's on the D-pad, right? Yeah. You, like, cover your head. Yeah, it's down on the D-pad. Yeah. So that thing where he dances around, he mm-hmm. always punches, what is it, three times, Mark? Or four times? Yeah, I, I'm going to say something that sounds really cocky right now. Oh, the, the I fact don't you remember because I know how to knock him, him down when he doesn't. <laughs> so. yeah. uh, which I didn't know was a thing until Mark played and I saw it. Uh, I think it's four or five, but I don't know if that's second fight or first fight. To be honest, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's four times, but either way, once you learn how to block it, it you really shouldn't have any issues because he yeah. he's another one of those guys that's got to tell on every time he. He does something. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, he was pretty easy to figure out quickly what um what his tell was gonna be. But I, I know like if you block or you dodge to the side one too many or t- for too long, I should say, you get exhausted and you turn pink and then you get your ass kicked really <laughs> easily. <laughs> and it just kept happening. And I, I came so close to beating him the last time that I before I gave up on the game. And I think. He hit me with like those four or five combo punches right at the end when he had like a sliver of health left. And he came back like four times from being knocked down. And I was just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) So, yeah, it was it was I had fun playing it, but I got super frustrated with it. And I haven't gotten super frustrated at a retro roulette game in a long time. Like we haven't played an NES game in a long time. That's why. That's true. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) speaking about that. Dan came in because he heard me yelling at it. And he's like, oh, you're playing Punch-Out. So I was like, yeah, do you know how to play? And he's like, no, I've never played, but I obviously know what it is. So I'm like, oh, well, you're helpful, thanks. So he was saying, you know, like, oh, it doesn't look that hard. There might be a pattern to it. I'm like, I cannot figure this out. This is so frustrating. And he's like, well, it's an NES game. And I'm like, yes, you are right. (laughs) Like, that that is why it's so frustrating. Yes, so so the the, the first fight with Piston Honda, you know that trick that I apparently taught Tom. You did, because ne- I had never seen that before. You can get through that fight pretty quickly. When he does the thing in the dancing, and then he comes and stops right before he starts punching, Yeah. if you hit him in the head, you knock him down. <laughs> um, so it's a timing thing. There's one later in the game that's similar, that's a body punch for mm-hmm. Bald Bull, as you probably saw on our stream. Oh, that guy's um, my favorite. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, so that fight... The, the funny part, and I'm not... Uh, saying this to make you feel any worse, Jen. But the, <laughs> the 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 divisions are split up as the first one's easy, then it's normal, oh, and then God. it's hard. Um, that's why I can only get through the first two with no problem, and then when I get the hard, so do Popinski. Um, <laughs> yeah. My nemesis. Fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah. I hate him so much. Um, uh, his stupid laugh. Um, <laughs> the uh, I can literally hear it in my head right now. I, just, I can hear it now. Dude, now that you said it, I can hear it. Wow, he's your nemesis. <laughs> um yeah the uh it, it's sort of like it, it takes a lot of repetition like you got to remember you know if you were playing it you know a lot you'll you would get through those first three without a problem mm-hmm. um your first time getting the piston honda you're not gonna you know figure that stuff out um but yeah it's sort of i've been playing it since i was five or six or whatever um you know, and then I really got into watching speed runs of it. Um, I don't know if either of you actually watched the blindfolded speed runs. No, uh, I still need to watch that. That sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah, the the guy beats. Not, it's a, not a spoiler, but you know he beats the game blindfolded. Wow. Um, because he goes off 
um, everything's timing. And there are some audio cues, um, but it's more for knowing when he's in what position, more wow. so than anything. Um, whether he's exhausted, because some, for some of the fights to beat them speed run, you have to get exhausted first mm. and then do a couple dodges and then you're in position. Um, so watching a bunch of those speed runs, um, I got really good at getting through those first two levels, learning some of the tricks. Um, but my problem in the hard section is, and I don't know uh, um, if you felt this on Piston Honda yourself, um, but especially against Soto Popinski, uh, I get I get anxious yes. and I start anticipating punches mm-hmm. when I really shouldn't be. And yeah. I normally can beat him if I played all the way through up to him. That's why my best fight against him in the stream was the first one because I had been in a rhythm. You right. start you start psyching yourself out, and then I start psyching myself out. Yeah. And that's when I when I beat him um, on the flight back from Vegas. I had beaten <laughs> him straight through and got him on the first try. Um, and then, like I said, you run into ball bull next, which you have to knock down with star punches, which I forgot, and that's why I lost. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Literally, you get to that last sliver of health. This would frustrate the hell out of you, Jen. Yep. Um, get that last sliver of health. You hit him in the head, and it's not a star punch. He gates health back. That gives me anxiety. Just you saying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Actually, down with a star punch. that's another thing that made me mad. Um, was when they get knocked down, they get health back, and like I know you do too. Yeah. But not I, nearly I, as much. Not yeah. Nearly, it, I might have been slightly wrong with the number thing. I always thought if you went to nine, you got like full health back. Um, because I think they do. Um, I know they do at one. If they get up at one, it's full bar. Um, only a couple of them do that. Um, but yeah, it's it's all timing. It's all um, it's probably why I like Dark Souls um, because it's sort of the same thing of learning a pattern. Um, I'm just not skilled enough to be really good at those games, but I do enjoy them. Um, yeah, and I yeah, it's it, it it's one of those games that I think if you grew up on it you would, you know, be better and more appreciative of it. I can't, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't tell sending my nieces to play the game because they would, they'd be done uh, yes. immediately <laughs> um, because it's boss rush the game is essentially yep. what it is. Sure. And it still has a lot of trappings where it was a arcade game, Yeah. like literal Japanese arcade game. Um, there's even, I think you can download it for MAME. Um, uh, I think the ROM is out there for MAME. Um, where he's where you're not an actual little Mac, you're like a green, um, your green right, outline, outline sort of thing. Yeah, that was a two-screen uh, game. Yeah. So basically, Nintendo had too many CRTs, so they had to figure out a way to have uh, two CRTs in one game, and that that's what they came up with. Yeah, yeah. So so that game has has a wild history, and we're not even getting into the Tyson stuff. Oh yeah, I know. Um, yeah, let's let's leave the Tyson stuff out. <laughs> yeah, like that, you know, basically Mr. Dream is the same moveset, just reskinned, um, as Tyson. Um, I think. I'm not entirely sure. I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, Tyson has that thing where he throws those uppercuts for the first minute and a half of the fight and they're single punch knockdowns. Um, so you have to dodge them. I don't know if you can hit them during them. I think you can. Um to know for sure just why so speed runs because you know you know as you saw i couldn't avoid any of those punches um when i tried to fight him the one time i can't imagine that a guy does it blindfold um, yeah i can't even begin <laughs> to imagine that that's crazy yeah. 
yeah, so the two of them to watch, you know, if you ever get the chance or you're bored and you're looking for something on YouTube or something, um, yeah, I think it's Sinister One does does it on his own. Um, he's done every punch out, meaning punch out, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out, punch out, super punch out, and the Wii one, all blindfolded. Um, that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So he can only, on, the only one that has any exception is the Wii punch out. He can only do the first circuit. Because the second circuit, when you're defending the title, there's no pattern. Cool. No, it's all random. You know, it's not random. It's like everything changes, and there, like, there's, there's, it's not a, it's not a set pattern in that he needs to see what the first thing is they do, and then he knows what the pattern is. Gotcha. You know, like, like they're set patterns, but the pattern they choose is random. If, gotcha. if you're kind of getting my point. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's an if then. If this yeah. happens, then this happens. Yeah. But doing it blindfolded, you can't tell that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So he can get through the, because um, in the Wii punch out, when you go through the rematch rounds and you play Glass Joe, he has a helmet on. Um, so you can only body punch him. Mm-hmm. And then you do a special thing, depending on what he does, that pops his hat as the, the helmet like goes up like cartoon style, like stretches. <laughs> yeah. And you can hit him in the head when that happens. Um, but yeah, so watch his individual ones are amazing. But the one that, that I will praise and tell anybody that listens, I will evangelize this video, is during an AGDQ, it might have been, maybe it was summer, but it was one of those uh, mar- like in-person marathons. Um, him and another streamer, and I, uh, I'm blanking on his name, um, who's also like probably one of the top three in the world, um, they did both blindfolded on one controller, um, where one guy was controlling the dodging, and the other one was doing the punching. Um, which is interesting in this game because you need to hit up to hit a guy in the head. So that takes even more trust and concentration, um, (laughs) to know when to hit the up button as the, as the blindfold, the guy on the, on the control stick. Um, but yeah, watch those videos, give you an appreciation for, um, these games. They were meant to be quarter, you know, eaters. Um, so it has a pattern and things like that. Um, not that you'll play it more, but it's definitely a game that gets, better as you figure it out it's just like dark souls mm-hmm. in that sense um yeah but it's one of my favorite games of all time it's probably definitely in my top five um so you can probably tell what my star ranking for this game is going to be yeah <laughs> but i am very specific mike tyson's punch out um not that there's much of a difference probably but you know brand loyalty and all that sure um so yeah yeah uh, if there's any other thoughts i, mean, I, I'm done. I think i think it's score time Jen, let's hear let's hear what <laughs> what awful score you gave this. I'm give and I'm willing to change my score with maybe some assistance from you guys on some with some pointers, but I'm giving it a 2.5. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. You know, and as Mark, you said, if I grew up with it and I played it, I would have more of a, an appreciation for it. Even if I still didn't like it or if I wasn't good at it, I would still have like a thing for it. And I don't have that. So as much as it hurts for me to give it a 2.5, I'm still gonna do it. Okay. Sorry. Mark, how about you? Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Game Vault podcast first. <laughs> no, no, obviously five out of five. But um, yeah, there's probably only one or two games that I would make that joke with um, of all time. But um, yeah, it's it's great. It's the um, it's a fun game that if you want to teach it to somebody, um, you know, it you can bond with somebody sitting next to them on the couch you know, talking it through. 
because it's not an online game. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you could probably figure out a way to do net play or something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's sort of a game that if my you know niece wants to really get into, oh, I see all these old games on Nintendo Switch Online. You know, you know, can you show me how to play, Uncle Mark? You know, you know, this would be one of the games that you know I would sit down and she'd have fun with because they're crazy characters. Um, <laughs> you haven't even met the got to fight the crazier ones that you saw on stream. Oh, I know. I can't even imagine going up against any of them. Oh, and, and, <laughs> and if we haven't mentioned it, they are all problematic. Like, all of them are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By uh, nowadays standards. This was a very non-PC game. It was released in 1988-89. So, having the Japanese fighter named Piston Honda. Right. Um, having the... Uh, the German guy French? named Kaiser. Well, Von Kaiser's not as bad. He's bad, no. but he's not as bad. Right. Um, Glass I mean, Joe. Glass Joe being French and being the worst fighter in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vodka Drunkinski being the, yeah. the original name for the Russian dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the South Pacific guy just being a big dope that gets, you know, has some sort of special thing on his stomach that knocks and you can knock him down in one knockdown because he's fat. Because get it? Samoans. Um and you know, the, I mean, we don't we don't have to go through all of them. It's all, I can go through all of them. they're all problematic. Um, their names even. Um, but again, it was Nintendo in the '80s. Japanese culture is completely different than American culture in multiple. Um, so you could probably they would probably still make the same jokes. They did make the same jokes with the Wii Punch Out. Um, with some of the characters, uh, with new characters they even added that haven't been in anything else. Um, we're still on the same joke line. Um, but yeah, it's um. You know, it's it's definitely it's um it's it's one of the few games that I I would just constantly talk and you know reminisce stories about with people um, that we have. So I'm glad that it it it, it was the choice um, at some point during this roulette. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the beauty of this thing is that anything that I have can pop up and we may enjoy it. Like for me, this was a four and a half out of five just because there's little things that can go wrong and you can't recover that's that's the one that's the one thing that i i don't like is mm-hmm. if you like get off rhythm a little bit you're done in some cases like against uh once you get up into the higher ones bald bull super macho man and the and like mike tyson there's there's a rhythm that you have to have if you don't have it you're in trouble mm-hmm. but other than that game's great um as for, well i mean again this may be nostalgia goggles here because jen obviously had no nostalgia for this game right and hated it <laughs> yeah but mark right. and i grew up with this game and we love it so i don't it it's probably a little bit of that too which which is fair we're allowed to have those in this in this podcast yeah. it's not against the rules right all right well i guess it's time to spin the wheel Okay, I was hoping we'd get one of these at some point. We're playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> cool, cool. So, so the bad one. Oh, no. Well, we, oh. you could go either way on that. Um, <laughs> it's the more expensive one. Have you ever tried to look up a, uh, how much this yeah. game costs? No, no. But... It's a shitload, and I happen to have a, a mint inbox copy. Thank God. For people who like their video games. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but 
if for those who don't know, this is basically the Genesis version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time, the arcade game. The I like that one. game. Yeah. So it's basically that with a new coat of paint, a couple of things changed, music's different. So because they, they had to change a few things to make it work on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully I don't suck at it. It's been a long time since I've played this on the Genesis. So we'll see how I do on uh, <laughs> on Monday. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to have some fun with this one. I, I feel like we'll all we should all enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we can't get together and play multiplayer or else that would be a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Jen, you have any experience with these with the Turtles in Time? Yeah, the arc literally in an arcade. I love, okay. I love Turtles in Time. <laughs> All right. So yeah, should be fun. Awesome. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thanks for listening this far. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Game Vault Pod. Uh, you can reach out to us there. That's where most of our announcements go. Is on Twitter. Um, we also have a live stream that we do every Monday, every other Monday to coincide with this podcast it's called retro roulette we do it on our twitch channel which is also game vault pod twitch.tv slash game vault pod um we also have a stream schedule we stream usually four to five times a week depending on the week um and i'm gonna let jenny walk you through that sure um so tomorrow is our next stream it's saturday scream stream um, and then the week after will be Friday Fright Fest. So um, that'll be Dead by Daylight with Mark and I. We usually just alternate every other week um, because of when we record this podcast. Um, Sundays have kind of morphed into, I believe we're calling it Strategy Sunday, where we're filtering through a few games. Um, it's usually Dan, who's my husband, and then Mark. Um, they go through Civilizations. They just played StarCraft. Um, maybe we'll see some other games. It's kind of a grab bag, which is fun. So check us out on Sundays there. Um, Monday, as Tom said, is Retro Roulette every other Monday. Tuesdays is our only like set in stone day off. (laughs) So sorry in (laughs) advance for that. Um, Wednesday is now Warzone Wednesdays, where the three of us get on together. Three webcams, which is cool. Thanks, Tom, for setting that up. I I don't know how you do it, but (laughs) it's really fun when my computer is behaving. Um, And then Thursday is no longer Truckin' Thursdays. It's now Trails Thursdays, as we mentioned before. Really great drama happening with our... I would say made up backstories, but we're pretty much on point with our theories. So we're yeah, kind of I, like prophecy prophets. Well, it's the combination of I played entire way too many RPGs. Mm-hmm. And you've watched way too much anime. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> between the two of us, we can figure out certain yeah. tropes that are going on in this game. Exactly. I, it's just if you even if you don't care about any of these games, like just come and watch or just listen in in the chat, you know, listen to Mark, watch the chat. It's just, it, I think it's hilarious and I get really into it. And so does Mark. So check us out on Thursdays. Um, and yeah, that's, we're back at Friday then. So that'll be Friday Fright Fest. So as Tom said, just check us out on Twitter. If you're unsure of when we're going to stream, we'll always announce it there when we can. And Mark, yeah. how about our other family yes. of podcasts? Yeah. So our other two podcasts, uh, we have our D and D podcast, which is Stranger Damies airs every Wednesday. Um, we had a pretty dramatic um, episode last time as the uh, Wild Stallions uh, made their first trip into hell. Um, I thought it came out really well. Um, so um, uh, not to spoil anything because I'll tell you where it happens or when it happens. But I, uh, as, as weird as it sounds, I like to do a, a slight content warning. There is a, a hanging at some point in the episode. So um, if you are 
sensitive to that, be aware um, that, that that is coming. You, uh, I do try to recap it um, in the next episode that will air this Wednesday um, if you want to skip past my description um, when it happened. Um, and then you can find that at um, strangerdamies.podbean.com um, or just search Stranger Damies anywhere. We're also on Twitter at Stranger Damies and Instagram Stranger Damies as well. And then our Thursday podcast, which is the reason we're off on Tuesdays doing streaming, um, is that I record, uh, they call this a movie, uh, where we watch terrible movies, sometimes really good movies, like the one we just watched, which will be, um, I think it's, it'll be the episode this week um, coming up, um, but I won't spoil that because Ant likes to announce it in, on Twitter. Um, so you can find out at theycalledthismovie.podbean.com. Search for it. That's probably easier. Um you can follow on Twitter. The main Damies main account um, is where you'll find all um, information about they call this movie. And their Instagram account is a pretty good follow. Um, the main Damie for that um, because uh, Ant puts up quotes. The episode is pretty good. And um, it had I finally got one of my uh, favorite quotes that I've ever gotten into this is we watched the movie The Bye Bye Man. And there's this whole thing about a train. And they never explain what the train means. So I said, you know, this movie should be about the train. Or Ant said something like, this movie should just be about a killer train. And then I say, yeah, and they could call it the Choo Choo Man. Um, and it is, it is one of my favorite um, uh, additions, you know, or inputs in the podcast. Um, and I'm surprised neither one of them beat me to it. Um, but, yeah, that, that's the type of stuff you'll see previews of. By going to the Instagram, you'll you'll get totally out of context quotes like that, and then um, just listen to the podcast. Um, so yeah, yeah, look forward to that, and you know, hit us up anywhere if you have any questions about either podcast, or you have a suggestion for a movie, or if you have any D and D questions, or you just want to, you know, uh, just lavish us with praise on the D and D side, or give us constructive <laughs> criticism. Either way, you can just uh, hit up the main channel. That's probably the easiest way. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Thank you, Mark. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. Feel free to hit us up wherever you feel fit. Uh, we will gladly, uh, engage with you guys and, and play what you think we might play, what you think we should play or, you know, what we want to play. Let us know if you think we suck because we usually do. (laughs) So for Mark and Jenny, I'm Tom and we'll catch you guys in the next.